If someone were to ask me what is the number one, number one piece of advice I would give to anyone running a business, my answer would always be the same no matter if I were talking to a chiropractor, a dentist, a florist, a banker, candlestick maker, heck anyone who has a business, and that is to get involved in your local community. Join a civic organization. Most cities have a Lions Club, a Kiwanis Club, a Rotary Club, um, B&I organization, the Chamber of Commerce. There's lots of opportunities and there's lots of ways that you can serve your community in a variety different of ways. So get involved. In today's episode of Cairo Business Builders, we're talking just that with Dr. Seth Hudson and how he used his community connections to help him grow his practice and become the chiropractor of the year in his city. So let's check it out now. You're listening to the Cairo Business Builders Podcast, giving you behind the scenes access to the world's top chiropractors and how they built and scaled their business. Here's your host, Tabitha Thomas. Welcome to the Cairo Business Builders Podcast, the podcast with an inside look into the most successful chiropractic practices and how they got there. Today, I've got with me Dr. Seth Hudson with Hudson Chiropractic in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Now, Dr. Seth does an amazing job doing Facebook Lives to show client appreciation and to give them a little inside view of what's going on in his practice. He serves his community through a variety of organizations, and he was selected as Southeast Missouri's newsmaker, and he's won the People's Choice Award for Best Chiropractor in his area. So welcome to the Cairo Business Builders Podcast. I am thrilled to have you on the show. Well, thank you for having me. It's, a, it's always good to uh, be on things like this. It's an honor to uh, to be asked to be on this podcast, and just thanks for having us. Yeah. Well, let me first say congratulations on being the uh, People's Choice Award. That was pretty incredible. That I mean, of all the chiropractors in your area, there's a lot in Cape Girardeau. Yeah, there's, so. there's, there's many reasons for that, and, and a lot of it's hardworking staff and, and, you know, learning over the years. You kind of learn by trial and error, and it's just we've had a lot of success, and there's been uh, many reasons for that, and a lot of it starts with hiring good people and and trusting your instincts. Well, awesome. So we're just going to go through a few questions here. So I love hearing everyone's background story on how they become a chiropractor. So what's your story? Let's hear it. Well, it's it's kind of a funny one. I I, uh, was a college athlete, played baseball at Murray State um, in Kentucky, and uh, had a a slight injury diving for a ball and woke up the next day with uh, some arm pain in my right arm and some numbness and never had anything like that. When you're 20 years old or 21, one of the two, you, you feel like you're uh, 10 foot tall and bulletproof and invincible and that's just not the case. And I tried to ignore it and finally the team physician, which was a medical doctor, ended up sending me to a group that was um, had a chiropractor and physical therapist and and uh, they ended up with some therapy and chiropractic. It, it uh, was a good combination, uh, worked, and it was a good collaboration to get me better quickly. And I, uh, I really liked how, how that uh, side of healthcare outside of medicine, um, which, you know, there's a time and a place for that. But when you're young and healthy like I was, it was cool to see the alternative healthcare uh, get me back on the field as quick as possible. So it was a slow process, but that's what pointed me in that direction. Nice. So where did you go to chiropractic school? Went to Logan College mm-hmm. Chiropractic in uh, St. Louis. Oh, nice. Okay, so when you got out of chiropractic school, what then? Did you start your own practice, or did you go work for someone else? I worked for someone else um, here in Cape Girardeau to get me back here and, uh, you know, learned a lot of things about marketing, 
um, what to do, what not to do, and decided to uh, um, start my own place and and uh, learn from an older chiropractor in, in my office as well. And it's just been awesome to, to grow and help them slow down and, and take over the business side of things. So they've been a good mentor to me, which is something I really recommend. And uh, it's just we've really flourished from there. Oh, wow, you've got an opportunity that not many have as far right. as helping someone else. Yeah, that's that's incredible. So how long have you been in your business? Uh, this is we're going on year five. Year five. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. That's the hurdle of the first few years. <laughs> right. So who would you say in your office is your target market? I know I ask these people this question a lot. A lot of chiropractors say everyone, everyone. Well, of course we help everyone, but a lot of times when we target a certain certain niche, we seem right. to see a lot more. Um, with with my background and uh, with a master's in sports rehab as well, my I have a few different uh, target markets. Some are very healthy um, young younger athletes. You know, college age, high school, high school age, but I'm also really involved with the running community here. We have hundreds of runners in this area that are very serious about training and as well as I am, they've kind of, I got suckered into that. Now I'm a runner and I'm addicted to it over the years, but it's a, so it's a very active, uh, younger population that trains all the time. And then also the typical chiropractic is, you know, uh, women and men, uh, 35 to 55 that are busy working, raising kids. And, uh, that just have the general aches and pains and, and that utilize, um, not only insurance, but, but they're just, they're busy and they incorporate it into their, you know, monthly health care. And, and it's just fun to be able to help that population because they're busy and, and definitely need, need care. Yeah. Yeah. So what would you say is the thing that you're really good at that makes you different than all your competitors besides, you know, to the running community? Well, I, I think, you know, for the most part, we we do a good job at uh, communicating well with the the other healthcare providers in the area. Which Cape Girardeau is, we're lucky enough to have two regional hospitals and many different types of specialties. And we're one of the, I would say we have a a, a referral relationship uh, that is a lot different than most uh, chiropractic clinics in the area uh, that I know of. And you know, and and we really try to focus on what we're good at, and that's chiropractic, and not try to focus on other types of uh, like of weight loss and, and supplements and stuff like that, which can really help people. But I think my I, kind of isolating on what we're good at and getting them better as quick as possible really helps get referrals from other practitioners. And, and uh, uh, we've really grown in that regard from those, from those uh, referrals. So how did you get started getting referrals? Because somebody that's coming, you know, right out of, of chiropractic school, they're starting their own. Mm-hmm. How did you go about getting people to start referring to you? Um, well, I think something that really worked for me is I set up lunches um, at, at, the, at the clinic. Who turns down free lunch, you know? Yeah, nobody. <laughs> right. So, you know, the, the, you'd be surprised how open, like, physiatrists, even some physical therapy clinics, um, you, you name it. If there's some pain management clinics, they're always, they don't always, just because they prescribe medicine, just because they do injections doesn't mean they always want to do that with people. So, they uh they think it's not necessary, you know, even if it's two or three times a month, a different clinic sending you, you know, say a five or six clinic sending you that many people per month that they necessarily they think chiropractic or some therapy would help, you know, that, that grows your business quickly. So um, I think, you know, getting in the, in the door, introducing your, yourself to them, 
bringing them, you know, some some cookies from a local bakery from time to time saying thank you for the referrals. It just kind of keeps you on their mind, and they always have a few patients to send your way, and uh, you do a good job with them, and it just, it just kind of grows from there. I love it, not being scared to go out there and ask for it. Right, um, yeah. It seems like a lot of people get scared to just, eat, just ask, you know, ask I, for I, I was I was that way, too, at first, and it just, once you get over that, it, it's amazing how quick it, it can help you grow. Yes, yes, yes. So this is a question that I love asking everyone. Is there a marketing or business trick or technique method that you could teach our listeners? Anything that you do that has been really successful for you? Honestly, it is, is well, there's two things. One is don't be afraid to put yourself out there online. You know, people get scared to do videos, They, you know, and do giveaways. To, you know, to a certain extent, it doesn't even have to be big giveaways. It's just get, getting the community involved in your practice, um, doing doing talks at, at some of your patients' churches. Uh, a lot of churches have health seminars or, or uh, they try to uh, have fundraisers and they need some speakers. And one thing that one of my friend's dads is a, a local judge, Judge Zimbal here in town, his his dad used to always say, never pass on an opportunity to speak in public. So. I uh, like with you asking me to do this. I would never turn something like this down just because it, you never know who it could reach. You just always, always say yes if you have time. And, yeah. And go speak in public. As uncomfortable as it makes you, it, it you'll reach somebody and they remember you being there, and it just helps you a ton when you're growing, especially early on. So I noticed, and that's one of the things that drawn me to ask you to be on the podcast was the fact that you did a lot of Facebook Lives, that you weren't scared to do that. And you walked through your clinic and were showing, you know, what it looks like to open up the clinic and you're doing giveaways. And so tell me about some of the ideas and some of the things that you do on your Facebook Lives. Well, you know, the the videos, a lot of times, you know, when when you're running a small business, I think that it always, even though you're helping patients and you're, it's, and you're, you're, you're in it for the right reasons. You still have to be smart with your money and budget, especially in chiropractic and, and marketing budget. You need to be very, uh, I guess cognizant of, of the bottom line and how much you're spending. You, it needs to be a certain percentage of, of your collection. And that is a very, um, inexpensive way to reach a lot of people and to get people involved. They can share it if they like it. Other people see what they, what they like and it just, it's a uh, it gets on their phone. A lot of people, everybody's on their phone or tablet these days, so it's very intrusive. They're looking at it. They remember uh, what um, you, what your office looks like. They almost they get to know you before they've ever even been there. Does that, that makes sense? That makes total sense, and that's why I like it so much. It, it takes the scare factor out. That right. I know what you look like. I know what the practice looks like. I know what I'm gonna you know somewhat know what to expect. Right, right, and you just you know they. They feel like they're they're comfortable with you before exactly like you said before their their first visit. In, in the past, you know, even 15, 15 years ago, healthcare providers or any business, uh, they they never had that opportunity to reach people in, in an inexpensive way, you know, in free really. Um, with, with, with they just didn't have that technology. So if you're not taking advantage of it, you're just missing out on hundreds and hundreds of people that you could reach and never that you wouldn't have if you didn't do it. So exactly it, to me, it makes sense. Yes, and it, it takes a little while to get comfortable being in front of the camera. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but sure. once you get past that hurdle, it's it's smooth sailing after that. So, I agree. so um, I noticed when I was going through some of your stuff that you're on a lot of boards and different organizations. And that's right. one thing that was really important to us when we started mm-hmm. things. 
um, I, I, I worked for a chiropractor, and that was one of the things. He was very involved in all of the community events and all of the organizations. Like, he was mm-hmm. a Lions Club and a Kawada. Yeah. And a, like, he joined all of them. So I noticed that you did that as well. So how I much did. has that impacted your business? Huge. I mean, especially if if you're in an area like, like where I guess you're you're in Popper Bluff, uh, mm-hmm. Girardo, Missouri, and they're – they're, they have some big big city features, but it's still a small town to where if you're involved, people people are very loyal in, in, in areas like this. And if you're involved and uh, show that you care, and I, I can't, I'm not near as involved as I used to be now that I, we've gotten so much busier. But when I, the first four, at least three years, I went to everything. Lions Club was on the board uh, at one of the uh, Southeast Hospital. Um, on on a bank board now, and it's just it's it's just good to um, to be part of of a bank like First Midwest Bank, South Southeast Hospital. We've had such they've had great success over the years, and and to have trust to be on something like that or in Lions Club, you're you know they're they have such good reputations that you can use that to to grow your practice because you're just part of it and you're part of that good reputation. So it's it's just good to. Um, to go to those things because you meet tons of people that know every aspect of business in your area. So it just puts you into into a good good company, if that makes sense. It does make sense, and I love it. That's anytime somebody asks me for advice, that's the one I say: go and be involved in the public. Um, that can never go wrong for you. So no, it only helps. Yeah, exactly. So who would you say has taught you the most about how to build a successful chiropractic practice? Honestly. Um, I always pick my dad is county treasurer here in Cape Girardeau County, and he's he's uh, been part of the business forever. I would say my uh, using my dad's like common sense tactics and and uh, and really conservative management of money and just the business side of things. My dad has taught me probably the most over the years, kind of mimicking what I think he would do. And then um, with, with in regard to the business decisions, and then I think uh, Jack Ruth, he, he's a, um, an older. Uh, chiropractor. He's not old by any means. He's 59. He's probably killing me for saying he's old. But he, uh, <laughs> he's, uh, he is just, he's awesome. Like his, his dad was in the first graduating class of Logan. Um, and he, the practice was still ongoing. And it's, it's probably the oldest practice left in the state of Missouri, if I had to guess. And just kind of him seeing how he treats patients and, and the respect that they have for him and how massive of a practice they've grown up since 1939. It's just, it's crazy. And I've learned so much from, from, uh, on the, the patient aspect of it and, and then the business aspect for myself and my dad just learning over the years. So that's, I know it's a long-winded answer, but that's, that's how I feel about it. No, I like it. I like it. Everybody always says that going to chiropractic school is great. It teaches you how to be a chiropractor. It doesn't teach you how to run a business. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah. It's, it's definitely trial and error for any healthcare provider, I don't, even if it's I have physical therapy friends that, that uh, have good business relationships and, and friendships with, here and they're the same way. I mean, it's it's and optometrists are the same way. You just mm-hmm. it's trial and error when you get out, and you just hope that someone can take you under their wing and and you walk into a good situation because it it can be difficult, and you don't necessarily need a mentor, but it sure helps. Yes, it does. So this one is my absolute favorite question to ask. So if you could talk to anyone who's coming right out of chiropractic school, and you could give them one piece of sound advice, the advice that you wish somebody had given you. What would that one advice be? I would I would say don't be afraid to start your own business. I know that seems really cliche, and I wish I would have. It would have been even worse trial and error wise. But if you're in an area like like there's there's really two things that come to my mind is 
is is that don't be afraid to start your own business. Someone's going to help you. There's going to be a bank willing to help you, and and if you need money, and because uh, you're going to join the chamber, join Lions Club stuff that we talked about. There, you're going to build a practice. You're going to build some business. Just just don't be scared like I was. Do it right out of school because it'll be it's very rewarding. Um, and then number two is if you're in a bigger area or even in an area like Cape, I would say live as close as you can to your practice or at least in the same community because if you're traveling, let's say you live in St. Louis, but you're traveling 50, you live 50 miles away or 40 miles away, you're not quite as part of the community, and I don't think you build quite as fast. So, you know, that's I think if you live in the town of, of your your practice, that, that exponentially helps you grow. I would. I agree completely wholeheartedly. Being a part of the uh, community is make or break, I think, for a lot of small businesses. Yeah, I agree. I see some people in bigger areas, um, like, you know, a couple million people like St. Louis, Atlanta, they live. It's cheaper to live, you know, 40, 50 minutes out of the city, but you you don't really know what's going on where your practice is, you know, in, inside the city. So it's, I think they, they struggle with not only competition, but also um, getting to know the, the community, and, and there's there's kind of a loyal factor that the community has, and they'll support someone that lives there and that's always involved in that area. And if you're driving home every night and you're not going to those meetings and Lions Club, it, it just makes it a little bit more difficult on yourself. Yep, yep. It's already so, difficult enough. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I'm going to throw one, another one out there. What's the one thing that you love most about chiropractic? Honestly, it, it, it's, it is meeting the new patients and being able to be up and actively trying to help them. So people, you can't always help everyone, and, and that's why you, you need to develop a good referral relationship with other types of, of uh, specialties in healthcare. But the, the fun thing about chiropractic is you're up on your feet. Every room you go to with, with patients, it could be a, a completely – you could be treating a shoulder and, and someone with some, some neck injuries and neck inflammation. In the next room, it could be knee pain, ankle pain, and low back pain. It's always different, and, you never, and you're always trying things. Every, every patient, could, you know, you could have a patient with the same age, same build come in, and one thing works for, for one patient, and it doesn't work for the other. So you're always tweaking what you're doing, and it's just, it makes it fun. Everybody's, you know, every visit can be different. So um, that's probably what I like about it the most, that you're up moving around, you're not sitting at a desk, and uh, you get to run a business at the same time. I mean, that's the American dream, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. I do. I, I, I enjoyed it, and thank you very much for having me. It was an honor. All right. Well, if you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe below. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Cairo Business Builders Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to click the subscribe button and leave us a review. Tune in next time for more behind-the-scenes business and marketing stories from the world's top chiropractors. This podcast is sponsored by Content DFY. Chiropractic marketing for doctors by doctors. Find out more at contentdfy.com.